So this afternoon we'll continue with the metta practice, a guided metta, and uh, it's okay if you, somebody, a few people asked if we could keep our eyes open. Of course, you know, you might want to um, have a soft gaze outwards or just keep your gaze down to the floor in front of you. And it's just a way of not getting so distracted. But if you feel like it's easier with your eyes open and you can keep concentrated, that's fine. So taking that position in your posture that helps you be alert yet relaxed. Checking your body out so that if there's any obvious tension or holding, you can intentionally soften around that area. And letting whatever needs to be released or relaxed, letting that happen. And knowing that it's not always going to be happening the way we intend it to be. So whatever is left there, just allowing that to be so. And bringing the attention to the heart center now around the physical heart, breathing in and out from that place. Where the mind, the body come together. Today we're going to move on from oneself, an easy person, Traditionally, after oneself is a benefactor, a dear friend, a neutral person that you've been practicing with. And it's in this kind of a process so that we begin with the easiest ones first so we can build our potential to offer metta and to develop metta in ourselves. Remembering that each phrase is like an intention that holds our goodwill. It may be expressed in different ways, but the core of it is offering our goodwill without any attachment to return or that it should be in any particular way come true. It's an offering, an unconditional offering of goodwill. So we'll begin again in the traditional way, beginning with oneself or whoever's easiest, and go through the individuals coming to the person we find difficult for us to open our hearts to. So when we get to that point, I'll give you further and fuller instructions. Settling in again to the heart center. (coughs) 
and having the intention to do the best we can. Letting that be good enough. So beginning with oneself as the traditional way to begin or choosing a different person, someone you can easily open your heart to. Maybe you've come across knowing who that is already in your past days. So you can go back to choosing that same person or animal friend. And if you're the visual type, see if you can envision them right here nearby or in a place that's easy for you to open your heart. It might be some place you know already or a place that you've experienced being with that particular being. A visual sense or a felt sense of that. Now taking the time to reflect on your own appreciation about this person. Remembering that this practice is on the relative relational plane. So we can actually think about, reflect about this person. What we're grateful for qualities that have benefited us by being around this person. Take a few moments. This person might be yourself. And then use the words, the phrases that represent that pure intention to offer goodwill. There might be different ideas with these phrases, but at the core it's offering goodwill without attachment to any result, just this unconditional giving of goodwill. I'll remind you of a few phrases, then you can take your own time with it. So pervading this energy from the center of your heart to oneself or this person you've chosen, 
this being. May I or you be safe from all harm. You can just use one word, safe, or safe and protected. Perhaps allowing that energy to rise up from your heart center like a fountain. Sprinkling over your whole body, mind. Or like energy pervading towards this being you've chosen. Safe and protected. Peaceful and happy, healthy and strong. Find your own words. When you're ready, moving on to the next individual, traditionally is a benefactor. Someone who has benefited you. It could be an animal friend too. It's helpful if you know this being personally.
as you audition different beings, see which one opens your heart. And remember something about that person that you appreciate, you value. Perhaps a past experience that opens your heart. And then from that place in your heart center, pervading the energy of that unconditional offering to this person, offering of goodwill. Safe and protected, peaceful, happy. May your life be guided by wisdom and love. Find your own words, your own ways. Offering that out to this being.
After a few repetitions, you can let the words rest. Connecting with your breath at the heart center. Allowing the breath to continue that intention outwards to this person being. Then begin again when you're ready. What is your most noble wish of goodwill for this person? And when you're ready, moving on to the next individual. Traditionally is a dear friend or a loved one, family member. So choose the being that most opens your heart. someone you can easily practice with. Reflect on something about that being that you appreciate, that you're inspired by, your gratitude for their friendship.
And then use the phrases or words that represent your goodwill, your metta. May you always be guided by wisdom and love. heart be open and your mind clear and your actions responsive in difficult times. Find your own words, your own way. When the words don't come, rest your attention at your heart center. Just connecting with metta at each breath.
And now since we have the time, choosing another person, a different one, in this category, dear friend, family member, loved one, Perhaps someone who's been waiting at the rim of your field wanting to be included. Maybe this is a time. So have a sense of who you're choosing again. Take a little time. Reflecting on the goodness of this person. Said the proximate cause for metta to arise is reflecting on the good. gathering your intention for goodwill from your heart center and pervading that out, radiating that to this being. Might be visually or just a felt sense. be safe from the harm, the outer harm of the world, the inner harm as well of greed and hatred and delusion. May you be safe. your heart-mind filled with love and wisdom. Use your own words or no words, just the radiation of energy representing metta.
Moving on when you're ready to the next individual. Someone you feel neutral towards. It usually isn't completely neutral, but it's more in that realm of someone you don't feel a lot of attachment or aversion towards. Usually someone you don't know so well. Like a person at your local post office or store, grocery store, a neighbor. Seeing if you can allow the flowing of metta that's already happening to flow on to this person. So have a sense of who it is, maybe just by location if you don't see the face and form so clearly. And what we can reflect on with regard to this one is to reflect on the fact that all beings really want to be happy and peaceful. And everyone's really trying their best to find the way though sometimes it's not well-directed, it's still, everyone really wants that peaceful, happy life. Now use the phrases that connect, or just one word, pervading that energy to this person or being. Peaceful, happy, ease of well-being,
Now coming to a close with this individual and moving on to a person you have some challenges with. See if you can choose someone that isn't too highly challenging to open your heart to. We'll have another chance to practice tomorrow. So choose someone that is, you know you have a chance to open your heart to, even if it's just a little bit. Do the best you can to choose. then having a visual sense of this person in a place where it feels really comfortable for you. Like a place in nature. Maybe you're nearby the person or maybe that person's quite far away. but you still can offer metta from where you are. And now, if we can, see if we can open to something about that individual that we can appreciate. putting everything else aside. And if that's hard to do, then ponder on something about that person, knowing that person's difficulty in life, that person's suffering. See if we can turn that potential for metta into compassion, which is love that faces suffering in another or in ourselves. Turning towards the suffering of that person or the perceived suffering of that person. Just a way to open our hearts. And from that opening as narrow as it might be, see if we can allow the energy of metta to be radiated towards that individual. If at any time it gets too difficult, just allow the practice to come back to yourself.
if that's okay with you, or another person that's easy. So radiating towards this person, the energy of loving kindness from the heart center, using the words that work for you. Sometimes it helps to say, just as I wish to be safe and protected, may you be safe and protected. So we get a sense of that universal need. Use your own simple words. If you're having a challenge, envision that person farther away, just offering at a distance where you feel safe. Now maintaining that person in this field of metta and then surrounding that person with the others that you have practiced with today. Putting beside that person your benefactor, remembering that as much as you can, seeing both of them side by side. 
And then the other side, put one of your loved ones or dear friends. If it's hard to concentrate, no, just say their name silently to yourself. And also somewhere nearby, the other family member or friend. And the neutral person. See them in a group. It might be a little bit vague, that's okay. And then pervading loving kindness to all of them, which includes yourself. Just as I wish to be safe from all harm, inner and outer harm, may you all be safe. May we all be safe. Have a sense of that energy pervading out from your heart center without any words. Just letting it be held by the elements. Just as I wish to be peaceful, happy, may you all be peaceful and happy. May our bodies be healthy and strong, able to walk our path, helping others along the way. No need to repeat the words, just a general sense of that. May our hearts be guided by love and wisdom, knowing the way. To right action, right speech. And now enlarging that circle if you can, and it's safe to include everyone here. May all beings here be safe and protected on your unique path of liberation and love. Reaching out to include all of our family members, wherever they may be, 
you all be safe. Now including everyone else's family member, though we don't know them. Just as people we feel neutral towards, including them. May you all be healthy and strong, pervading out from the heart center, that quality of unconditional friendliness, goodwill. May all beings be happy and know the causes of happiness, true happiness. May all beings be peaceful and know the causes for peace in ourselves, in the world. May all beings experience freedom at every level within our hearts and minds, our communities, on the social level. The world and beyond. And may we dedicate all the energy that we have used in our practice, all of our willingness, all of our hardships, but we still keep going. All of our goodness, all of our sacrifices. May we dedicate our lives to the end of all suffering in every way we can. So this was the first day of opening to the person we're having difficulty with. Um, Those of you who've done metta, you might uh, notice that I didn't say the difficult person. It's the person we're having difficulty with. A little shift, but I think that's the most true. So what helped you? it's really helpful for you to share what was beneficial to you in your practice because that's what helps others, you know, get stronger in their practice. Sometimes people say phrases that are just really wonderful, you know, and I've picked up phrases from people that I've heard 
like in audiences like this, or ways that they've envisioned um, you know, one of the beings that we used in our practice. Yes. Um, so I knew, I know all the people pretty well, even the people, even the person I'm having difficulties with. Uh-huh. So I know the thing that makes them happy. So say for my, um, I used my, uh, my rabbi for one of them, and though I don't believe the extent of the traditions that he does, I still, I, uh, you know, hope that him and his family can have all their wishes come true, like the, the specifics that they talk about. Mm-hmm. But the specifics they talk about, yeah, what did yeah. you mean by that? So, they're very religious. Uh-huh. Uh, like Hasidic. But, um, so, like, they, they, uh, they want the Messiah to come down, and that's why they do their, their praying. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe the same. Mm-hmm. I pray that for them, that may, oh, may that wish come true for them. Oh, that's very generous of you, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the comment was that uh, this person knew of the different beings. Uh, he's having they are having difficulty with, and um, what makes him happy. So one being is his rabbi, and knows that the rabbi has a certain, what would make him happy is if the Messiah comes. And so um, that's what you wished for that person. Yeah. And did that feel like really coming from your heart? Was I, It felt like it when you said it, yeah. That's great. Yes, here. I think what I heard you say was um, to pick up, you had suggested maybe picking a couple words or phrases for a particular yes. situation. Yes. And that was very helpful to me. Instead of like, going through all of them, some of them just seemed to resonate with the person mm-hmm. that I was thinking about at the time. So. I, I yeah. seem to just sort of focus in and feel more authentic and more... Yes, good. So it was helpful uh, to just pick a few or a couple of phrases for you and uh, that would work for that particular person and you could do what was authentic for you. Yeah. How many of you picked your own phrases or made your own phrases? Yeah, quite a few of you. That's really wonderful that you could. So, on this side, yes. Two things. What I what was very helpful for me, although I've done this lots, was having you invite us to um, think about what we appreciate in that person. Uh huh. I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing was, I didn't recognize, didn't hear that you said um, the person you find difficult or the person you find challenging. What were your words? Uh, the, yeah, something like that. Something like the first, that. yeah, good <laughs> I enough. Wasn't into it very long before I got the aha. I'm the one that's happy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. So finding it 
um, easier to have your own way of doing it, basically, right? Yeah. Let me see. I want to choose you right now. Um, you Even using the same phrases, as I call it, different people, those words and phrases mean different things for and about them. <clears throat> for example, my son is a carpenter, and when so when I wish him to be, um, you know, safe and protected from all harm, I want to add an especially sharp tool. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and, you know, so for is it, do you kind of like personalize, customize it? Of course, of course. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. I mean, you don't want to make it too, you know, detailed, because, um, but you have that really heartfelt wish. I guess you all heard that back there, that, the wish was to be safe and protected from all harm. His son is a carpenter, so uh, especially from sharp tools. Yeah. But it can also slip into prescription. Oh, it can. Uh, it can. I mean... Customize it, then suddenly it can become, you're really kind of telling them what to do. <laughs> well, yes. I, I know that, I, I say this a lot. Some of you may have heard me say, like, for my, my grown children, I would say... Um, May you please be happy and peaceful. <laughs> and it's a tone, the tone too, you know, that's not a very good tone. <laughs> and that's about for me, not for them, right? So that's a bit selfish. So I kind of really picked that up. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's another thing, you know, about not getting due details, Try, trying to keep it general so you don't have this, because there's more likely to be attachment to result if it's... But sometimes, you know, in the beginning, this is long ago. I mean, Sharon Salzberg always, she taught me to say, remember when you say things about yourself, it, it happened long ago. Because <laughs> <And laughs> you're a little bit advanced now, a little bit. So, you know, in the beginning I used to say, may I lose 10 pounds in this retreat? You know, it, it's just a little bit too limiting. <laughs> of course, you know, if we're saying metta, why couldn't it be something more like my heart be filled with loving kindness? Mm, that'd be good. Okay. Um, so I've never chosen you before in the red. In the red? Yes. All right. So I picked a time in nature before I was born. Wow. Never heard that before, but that's a great idea. <laughs> so the distance was helpful, and picked a distance um, in nature before you were born. Okay, and that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Back there. In, can we offer metta to a person who's passed away? Sure. I mean, in this kind of practice that we're doing here on retreat, that's fine. You, sending, offering metta to, like, the, the essence, the being of that person, the energy. Because we're not, in this practice, we're not developing that really, you know, deep concentration. 
it's said that if we offer metta, when we're doing deep concentration, like when we do jhanic, what we call jhanic attainment practice in the metta, to choose someone who has passed away doesn't work so much. But here we're, what we're developing is the ability to have the habit pattern to incline the mind towards metta. No matter what happens, you can still incline the mind towards metta, whatever the conditions are. Yeah. Like, remember when there was that noise at the beginning uh, around here? So I just didn't say anything about that because I'm noticing and thinking that this is what we're going to have to do when we get out into the world. You know, we're going to, we want to be able to offer metta whatever's happening. There's a lot of noise. Maybe we're in a conference and people are talking or, you know, we're, we're in a place where people are yelling. Can we still offer metta? Mm-hmm. Anything on this side? I saw somebody's hand up. Yeah, there. I uh, have been working with um, moving, uh, moving a person from a category over to another category. Okay, either demoting or promoting <laughs> a person <laughs> from one category. We don't. You don't have to say what. Okay, it's all right. Okay. Actually, making like a spot available, I guess, for a difficult person. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, but I'm like working with her. Oh, all right. We're, we're working. Um, I, I have a lot of love toward her, and, and things have That's, been working out very yeah. well in the last couple of years. But there is still, I guess, maybe it's the same if you have kids. You don't. There's just a complicated relationship, and you have specific things that you want to. The way that you said, may you please, was very hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Very motherly. Okay. So, where do you put those? Because they're not difficult, but they, there is a lot of... Com- there's complications sometimes, yeah. You know, I would put that, and I have put that in the difficult category that I'm having difficulty with. Um, because when you get to that place, you know, you're offering to them and then all of a sudden you remember that complication it closes your heart down so the the thing would be can you still keep your heart open or even can you just say the words and and maybe you you just feel a little tight but you you can at least say the words yeah so um this person was saying earlier that moving the mother out of the Uh, category of having difficulty with this person so there can be room for somebody else Uh, and you know you can always do another practice of metta to yeah it doesn't have to be that person all the time yeah okay yes one more yeah there was one kind of uh, um, similar what someone said before but then also created a complication was when you talked about um, picturing the person, so I was picturing the difficult person and, and, yeah. and or the person I'm having difficulty with. And uh, picture, I pictured them, I don't know them very well, but it had a big impact on me. So I, I pictured them with their family. Okay. So 
Uh, so picturing a, a person having difficulty with with their family, right. and you're saying that helped? And it helped a lot because I don't know them that well, but I assume they have a family, and I assume their family loves them, and I could connect with my connection with my family, and that was really helpful. Oh, right. But then when you said that you wanted me to picture them near the other people, I was like, I don't want them near my family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, fair enough. Yeah. So when, I'm going to repeat, when picturing them with the, with the other people that you offered to, uh, you thought, no, you didn't want them, you didn't want them? Near my kid. Near your kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that kind of, that yeah. once I had to put them together, then, I, like I could think of that, like when I could think of them sure. at a distance, I could conjure up that. Uh-huh, yep. Okay. No, it's good to know that and absolutely do what works. Mm -hmm. No blame, no shame. You know, just that's totally fine. Do what works. Yeah. Some people find it interesting, like, put that person, oh yeah, next to my teacher would be really good. You know, like, <laughs> it could be the opposite. But this is interesting, yeah. I, I really find this time the most interesting time of, of the day or sometimes of the retreat of what you all did <laughs> in your metta practice. Yeah, some new things always come out. So keep on keeping on with it. I hope you can do maybe another, if you can do another sitting of metta, if it really attunes to you. And if it doesn't, then it's okay, don't do it. Yeah, some people... It take, for some people, it takes time to, to warm up to. Okay, so take care tomorrow again, another day. Another day, another either Dharma or Dukkha. <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody asked, and this was important, um, about taking notes. It's okay to take notes during the Q&A like this. I should have told you earlier. But if you want to remember to write down some notes... It's okay to bring your notebook and take notes during the Q&A or the Dharma talk. That's fine. Um, but not during the, when we're offering the, the guidance. And sometimes, um, I might add though, it's been generally okay to take notes during Dharma talks, but sometimes we get so caught up in trying to get the words that we're not really open to taking it in. So I really, I really um, like to just take it in, and though it's all going to be recorded and available to you, you can listen and take notes later. But if something's really important, you might want to jot it down. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.